Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. Our first hot take of 2018. Woo! We're alive! Yay! We, we made, made it! it. Wow, Y2K was crazy. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. It lived up to the hype for sure. When all the computers exploded. When they exploded, and yeah. The plane fell. I'm glad we managed to piece this one back together so we record. Yeah, this I mean, episode. it's not going to go anywhere because there's no, there's internet. no internet anymore. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think people might like it. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll handle it. We could put we'll it on like it a cassette tape. Hot takes cassette tapes. Yeah, we could drop our mixtape out. out there. Mm, Why not? Sure. I like that. Uh, so we saw a movie. We did not talk about it once we left the theater. We drove right back here to our microphone, and now we are recording our hottest takes that we have on this movie. Robbie, what did we see? We saw I, comma Tanya. Tonya. Tony. Ton. They said her name a million times during that movie. It's not. It's not Tanya. Tonya. Huh. Are you sure? No, I I'm not whole... sure anymore. <laughs> Tonya. Tonya. Tanya. Tanya. Now which is it? I know it's spelt with no. Oh man. I don't think they say it like Tonya. 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 Uh, shit. Maybe. We'll just try and not say her name that much. Wow. Yeah, that'll be easy. <laughs> Tonya. Tonya? We, we gotta lock one down. Which, what are we going with? Tonya Harding. Tonya Harding. Fuck. We're off to a great start here in 2018. Mm. 2017. Murdered our brains. We're back. Real smart. This is technically a 2017 movie. This is technically a 2017 movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there are any like officially dropped 2018 movies that. Oh, uh, there might be, but they're probably not. That I mean, we're kind of in that weird season where a lot of the December movies that snuck in there right right before the cutoff right. for Oscar seasons came out in much more limited releases and are now just starting to make their way. Yeah. To. Wide release theaters. A movie like like the Post is one. The Post, yeah. Phantom Thread, I think. Oh right, I wanted to see goes that goes wide next next week, which I've also heard really good things about. We should, we should try and do if we can do a hot take on Phantom Thread. That would be cool. I would like that. Um, we missed Coco. Coco, yeah, Coco was definitely last year. I mean, yeah. Coco came out at the beginning of December. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, specifically yeah. things that came out like right at squeeze by right at the end. Snuck in. Um, mostly this one, the post and Phantom Thread. Shape of Water is like a little close too. True, but that one did have a little bit earlier. It did have some uh, showings in Poughkeepsie anyway. Yeah, well, I saw a Christmas Day. Yeah, which was nice. That's not a bad Christmas. It was cool. It was cool. My parents went to church, and then I went to my church, the House of Cinema. Yes. So, uh, what did you think, Robbie, about Itonia? Uh, well, I mean, like generally, I loved it. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a really great movie. The dialogue is captivating and hilarious. All the characters are great. It feels like a a biopic that has a ton of energy and never loses it, which I think yeah. is something that Elia that not to like throw any under the bus, but I do think like when you're doing these based off real event movies, it's hard to sometimes keep the energy up. Mm-hmm. And this movie does it flawlessly. I mean, with a story as crazy as Tonya Harding, mm-hmm. it is there's a lot of energy just to the story in general. But right. I do think they did a really good job communicating that to a movie that is paced well and consistently entertaining. Yeah. And stylish as well. Very stylish. And uh, dark and has a good sense of humor to it for the subject matter. It's a good sport about the subject matter. Yeah. But it is also very... I mean, I think we left the movie kind of feeling a little... Almost like tired just because... Yeah. You're, you're watching, you know... A big theme of the film is abuse 
and our main character uh, Tanya like is abused on many fronts. Yeah, multiple levels. Multiple I mean, she levels kind of spells from, it out. from birth, and she yeah. she kind of says it. Yeah, right up front. Yeah, the she's movie. aware of the abuse that she has taken. Yeah, I guess we don't have to. Uh, we're gonna go into spoilers because it's a. I think we could story. probably. I think yeah. we could wrap a little more about just generally how we felt about it. But um, okay. I'm on the same page with you. I enjoyed it very much. Um, yeah, for a biopic, it's it's definitely a very entertaining. Yeah, story, and like I said, it, the the sense of humor that it managed to apply to a story that is this kind of i mean (laughs) there's a moment where one of the characters just says it's crazy that this was pulled off by two boobs in a cast of every everybody just being a boob Mm -hmm. and it's it is a wild story about a menagerie of fuck-ups who are all fucking up around each other i mean Um, we should be honest i I mean i'll be honest i didn't know anything about I this controversy. You'd never heard of Tonya Harding before? Uh, no, I, I must have just been too young for it to even be like on my radar, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, I I mean, this happened in the 90s. Right. Um, when we were like probably less than five. Well, the final Olympics, they said was what, 1996, the one that she did? Uh, it was 94, 96. Yeah, I think so. Um, she did her first championship. So yeah, we would have been like So yeah, we were five years old. So we weren't really aware of this. But uh, I do recall at some point in my life seeing some sort of documentary on TV about her story, and it just seemed like well, she seems to be the butt of a lot of jokes, exactly pop culture and things like that too. Yeah, and then the the movie is aware of that as well. Yeah. Um, but um, I I was only vaguely aware enough to know that she was an Olympic figure skater. And that there was a controversy involving her. And if you had asked me, like, before they announced this movie, like, a, a year ago, yeah. what I knew about Tonya Harding, I'd be like, wasn't that the figure skater that, like, hired some hitmen to, like, take out her rival? Uh, so that's about as much of, like, a grasp I had on the mm-hmm. story without really knowing too much about it. Which um, is the, uh, the bare bones... I mean, that's not what happens exactly. But that is, like, if that does seem to be tangentially... How people would understand the story. I think that is one interpretation you can take from the way that media would have portrayed that story. And I think that's a big theme of this movie is is the subjectivity of a situation. And what's interesting about uh, Tonya Harding's story and her uh, husband, Jeff... Remember his last name off the top of your head? It's like Gillooey or some shit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it is Galooey. It's G-I-L-O-O-L-Y. Yeah. So if we can't even pronounce Tonya... But I got Galooey down. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff G. Jeff. Jeff G. Um, their stories are wildly different. Right. Um, about the same subject. And that's what uh, uh, we were reading, or I was, you were driving, so you weren't reading much. Yeah. But uh, I was reading, and we were talking about, not about the movie, but about the history. History of Tonya Harding. And, um, yeah, apparently Steve Rogers, who wrote the film, uh, he interviewed both Jeff and Tonya and he said that their their stories are wildly different even mm-hmm. like some of the less dramatic subject matter is like totally different and uh that kind of uh like contradictory energy is also in the film because mm-hmm. the film while it's happening with interviews but still like having action in real time it, it is much about like what you said like subjectivity and Right. Well, it's it's framed with the line that that it is based on non-ironic, controversial or not controversial, contradictory, heavily contradictory, Mm -hmm. um, or no, irony-free. Sorry, I think it's the term they used. 
um, but heavily contradictory stories based on interviews with Jeff and Tonya. Right. And the movie is presented cutting back and forth between shots of them, kind of present day versions of them played by the actors. Right. And it kind of... It plays around with the unreliable narrator aspect of it a little bit. I would say it's definitely more firmly set in Tonya's from Tonya's perspective. Yeah, for but sure. But you do get some of Jeff's perspective colored in there. But with that, and then usually you'll have like, if there is a scene where they're kind of showing us one of Jeff's stories or, or something that he said that happened, Tonya, like in the scene, will kind of like break the fourth wall and be like, this never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do that consistently. Yeah, they do I love wall I love the fourth there. wall shit. I think yep. that's all great. Uh, that is it fun. works. Yeah, and I think it fits well with the kind of sort of playful tone that they're applying to this story. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, again, it's really serious subject matter, I guess, because it is people's lives in the balance. Yeah, here. for sure. And there's some um, stuff that happens where you're just like, I cannot believe that she went through this. Some people's like, some people's lives were ruined. Yeah, like straight up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Tonya Harding. Yeah. Um, but th- to avoid, like, I guess, uh, kind of to get that energy that you mentioned before, they mm-hmm. do apply that kind of sense of humor to it. Yeah. Um, that makes it a definitely more entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you want to bust into some, you want to officially call this spoiler territory it's, from here on out? Yeah. So, you know, do we recommend the movie? Oh, hell yeah. 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 Oh, it's yeah. definitely to- worth to- seeing. Totally see I movie. mean, the whole cast is great. Um, uh, yep. Margot Robbie kills it in the lead. She's incredible. She's excellent. She yeah. is, yeah. She's incredible. She's great. I think we'll probably get more into her character in yeah. spoiler territory. Uh, but you know, I'm hoping, hoping she gets some uh, some award buzz. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think she incredible. really, Margot Robbie has definitely been on the rise the past couple of years. Yeah, ever since Wolf of Wall Street. Um, but I think this is a very different role for her than mm-hmm. normal. Um, I guess maybe I didn't see Suicide Squad. But uh, I guess the do sort you of, need to? <laughs> probably not. But the like rebellious nature of her character kind of fits a little bit. It probably yeah, for sure. that I'm I would assume that if she had not signed on already, that that role probably pushed her in the direction of this one because it definitely seems fitting. But um, yeah. Allison Janney also. Uh, oh my god, she's amazing. She's too. she's excellent as Tonya's mother. Yeah, uh, Lavona. Lavona. Uh, Lavona. That's quite a name. Yeah, but uh, she's also. Great. She's yeah. I mean, I think it's like her and Margot Robbie are are both just they are st- not stealing every scene because the movie isn't much about them, but they they're just so captivating to watch. Oh yeah, they're both excellent. Um, but then like you know, so uh, Sebastian Stan's also like super good. Yeah, Sebastian Stan, um, Paul Walter. Oh, uh, so the one who plays Sean. That's Sean. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> he's so funny. Bobby Bobby Cannavale has a small role in there. Who is now he's he's. The guy that's on Mr. Robot season three, and he was also oh. he was also Jeff from Jeff's Table in Master of None. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he's he's great. I really yeah. like him and everything that he's done. Is he? Does he play the reporter in this movie? Like, the, yeah, he's like the journalist. Oh, uh, yeah, he's really fun, very sparingly used. But yeah, he's, he's only he's great. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. more than a cameo, but a very like small part. Yeah, but. he feels like almost like the like the TMZ like. Basically, you know. I mean, so much of the story has to do with, you know, journalism and the news cycle yeah. and the, the interpretation of the, of the media on this story. Right. Um, so, 
Uh, yeah, so we'll take a little tiny break here just to cut the audio, and when we come back, we will hit some We'll tell you who dies. Yeah, Robbie's going to blurt it out directly after this this break. So. It's Harry Potter. He dies at yeah, the end if, of the movie. If ever we go into a spoiler break, turn that shit off right Mufasa away. Mufasa dies at the end of Titanic. Robbie's going to blow it from uh, second one. V. All right. Turn this <laughs> microphone off. Hey, guys. Mike Birch here. Popping in real quick to let you know that if you like this podcast about a movie that was released in the year 2017, well... Let me tell you, over at StoryScreenBeacon.com, we have a slew of articles coming out featuring top five, top 10, top 17s, and favorite movies of all of 2017, written by everybody over at the StoryScreen family. Uh, there's a lot of variety in there, a lot of repetition as well, because we all really seem to dig some great movies that came out last year, I, Tanya being one of them. So definitely run on over to StoryScreenBeacon.com. Check that out, and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. And we're back with spoilers. Robbie, what? what a- Who dies? Does anyone die? No one dies. No one dies. No one dies. That girl gets her knee broken, but that's yeah. his, that's history. She got busted up a little bit, but yeah. no deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I guess as far as like the actual plot goes, it's a true story, so yes. there's not... It's not like you're really spoiling it, but as far as like the actual beats of the movie go, I really like personally the way that they, and I touched on this before the break as well, Mm -hmm. I like the way that they presented it from multiple perspectives and used a sort of unreliable narrator structure where you're getting kind of, more so in the beginning where you're kind of getting the two like shades of Jeff versus Tonya's like recollection on what happened, especially as they were getting to know each other and building a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I I like that as a theme of the movie in general of truth and what is actually truth. Because the other craziest thing about this story is no one, I think, is really sure exactly what happened anymore. And yeah. everybody involved in this story <clears throat> kind of seemed like they had no idea what the fuck they were doing in the first place. So it makes sense that some of these details got lost. Kind of fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, memory is subjective as it is. Mm-hmm. And in a situation like this where you are lying to the authorities, you can pretty easily convince yourself of something 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, it didn't happen like this. Yeah. Or, more yeah. than 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? how did you feel about that? But just kind of like the subjectivity of... Yeah, just the way that, the, I guess, the narrative was presented. I think, it, oh, I think it was great. I mean, I, you know, not knowing too much going into it about the actual story of what happened, I think that um, it, it, it might seem obvious to some, but I think it's a very good idea. I think it was a very good idea to start the movie with, um, you know, Tanya and Jeff sitting and having their interviews happen. But mm-hmm. I think it's... Because I didn't know about the controversy that happens, right? So I'm watching the right. movie, and so they're talking about like the incident happened. The incident happened. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is? So you the had incident? no idea. Going I really had no this, idea. Like, That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking it's just like you're talking about this girl's life, and I didn't think that there was like this wild FBI case <laughs> that was going to happen. So for me, I'm like strapped in. So you were like, what is going to happen? I was like, here? What is the thing? That's I'm like, does she do something? Blah blah, and like. When it's revealed that, you know, Jeff ruins her life. And that's why, in retrospect, now talking about the movie, it makes sense that, like, you have to 
explain his character just as much as her. Right. Because he's so much of a part of, like, why this story is a movie. Right. Because he's the one who kind of pulled the trigger on this, or... I, he didn't. But he didn't did cause violence. He didn't did cause he violence. No. So, because that's the other thing is. But he's culpable still. Definitely still culpable. Yeah. But I think one of the strongest things that this movie does is that it establishes characters who are flawed and definitely in the wrong. I yeah. Mean, Jeff, from Tonya's account, Jeff abused her A extensively. Lot. Yeah. A lot, and it's almost insane to me that Jeff would. From his point of view, he would say, I never hit her. Because it seemed like almost every scene that they had together... The minute there was an argument, that's how he, he was, fixed it. Yeah. Even even before that, it just seemed like yeah. he was just physically abusing her nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's part of... That's important in setting up this story that Tonya's life was a life of abuse <clears throat> from the min- from the jump. I mean, yeah. that's even... You know, that's, that's past getting... Um, to the her mom. Like really the foundation of her story is her relationship with her mom. And yeah. The abuse that she suffered at the hands of her mom. I mean, you know, she <clears throat> ta- like Tonya says it to the audience in the interviews. Like she says she was abused by her mom, then she was abused by Jeff, and then she was abused by the world. She was the butt right. she was the butt of every single joke. And, and like, that, that is kind of the three act structure of this movie <clears throat> is abuse of by her mom, abuse by Jeff, which really concludes with the incident. Right. And then everything else that happens afterwards. It's the world, you know. Yeah. And it's it's um the movie I think is a is a tragedy in Absolutely. a lot of ways. Yeah, but yeah. It, it it doesn't have the the palpable energy that tragedies usually have. It's kinda of what we were speaking to before where it's this it's very fast paced right. movie. Um It's not melancholy like a No. I mean like, you know, you're laughing in between these like even the moments of like you know, Tanya getting hit or something. There's like a a joke, maybe not even like a joke, but like a, a like funny dialogue happening. Well, they don't, and, and that's that's part of it too. And I guess that's the part of the the character building that they're doing for Tonya is that mm. she suffers the abuse from her mom. Right. You know, they're always kind of scrapping. Yes. And then that just directly transitions into a relationship with Jeff, where it's he's hitting her, but they're kind of hitting each other. A lot. Yeah, I think there's even a line where there it's like maybe it wasn't Tonya talking about Jeff, but it was like Tonya talking to her mom when she's like a little bit older and dating Jeff, and, right? And she's like, uh, "Well, you hit dad, or like dad hits you know your one of your fathers beat me or something." Yeah, like what that. does she say? She says, "Oh, people that uh, love you aren't supposed to hit you or something." Yeah, like she's that. like, "Well, she's you like, hit well, you hit dad all yeah. the time." She's like, "It's different, right?" Yeah, and she also hits her. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Um, so she has that line in that same scene. Like, mm-hmm. she says, oh, her mom turns on her and kind of says, oh, maybe you deserve to be hit by Jeff. Yeah. Or maybe you think that you deserve to be hit by Jeff. And I think she, she says, says, you deserve it, straight up. Says, well, where would I get that idea that I, yeah. I might deserve that? You know? And and it's the lifestyle that she's brought into um, of abuse and knowing abuse right. and being used to abuse or familiar with abuse in a way that she yeah. continues her relationship with Jeff. It's she's a very powerful character or the mm-hmm. way she's at least portrayed in the movie. I'm assuming the real person is as well. But the way she's portrayed in the movie, she's a very powerful, she's a very brave character because she's a woman who maybe who she's a woman who's like subjugated to abuse. Mm-hmm. 
um, to the point of being numb to it to a certain extent, but it never stops her. No. She's unstoppable. That's the thing. Nothing stops Nothing her. Nothing stops her. And yeah. even, even in like, you know, in the total face of like, it, it's her, and I think that's also a running theme in the movie, like her raw talent and raw ability and work that she puts into being the best figure skater in the world. Mm-hmm. She is that at some point in some window, she has been that person. Right. And it's always these external forces that are putting her down or trying to make excuses why she's not the best, whether it's the judges at the ice rink, right. whether it's her family, whether it's Jeff, whether it's the media at the end of the day, she just wants to be like, no, I'm the best. Right. Because I put in the work and I did it. And she landed. And no one wants to give that to her. She was the first to land the triple axel. First yeah. U.S. woman's figure skater. I think second in the world, yeah. they said, right? And and you were actually, we were in reading, that article, mm-hmm. you were reading that. Um, during the time of filming. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so during the time of filming, so like, you know, pre-2018, but probably 2016, 2017, they had to do the triple axel via CGI because there's only... There were only two figure skaters at the time of filming that could even do it, and they wouldn't risk doing it because they had to be in the Olympics, so they right. wanted to risk injury or things like that. Right. That's crazy. And they stress that in the movie. They stress that not only has no one accomplished this, but very few people are actually willing to attempt it because it's, it's dangerous. so dangerous. Yeah. And, and if you fall, so then like you know you ruin mm-hmm. your whole set. You well, I mean. There's always a chance when you fall in figure skating that you could seriously hurt, hurt oh, yourself. yeah, for sure. And not just ruin your routine, but... Yes. <laughs> no, that is, that is a good point. very yeah. much hamstring the rest of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Tony, you're right. Tonya is a powerful character in the way that she, in spite of all of these things holding yeah. her back and, and punching her down constantly, mm-hmm. be it her mother or her relationship with Jeff or... Her the way that she is very much a, a rebel in the face of the world of figure skating, which is yeah. supposed to be very prim <clears throat> and proper and ladylike and graceful, and she's none of those things. None of, none those, of things. those things. No, which she's, is great. Yeah, she's powerful and athletic and thick-headed and, mm-hmm. and strong. Um, it's and, almost like she. I don't even know if she loves figure skating as much as she loves being the best at it. I would say it, it, it might be a little bit. Of I both. think she loves the athleticism of. Figure skating, the sport of it, yeah. perhaps, yeah. yeah, and maybe not so much the presentation, and that is something that they do judge in figure skating, so that's yeah. tough. Um, but it's crazy, you know. I, it, it's something that's so blatantly obvious, but I just never thought about it in that context. It, it was kind of said blatantly in the movie, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if figure skating, it's such like a posh, like fofo, like you know, mm-hmm. foo-foo sport because like you're doing these things that are like incredible athleticism. But meanwhile, like, people are judging you on, like, your clothes. Like, it's, like, this yeah. 1950s era, like, what it's meant to, what it's like to be a lady. It's, like, do you not see this person, like, doing three fucking, you like, like, spinning so spin fast, so you can't even air. look at you her. You can't even, like, under, to, like your go brain back in can't time. comprehend what it. Is yeah, happening? and people are just, like, yeah, that dress really sucked, though. It's, like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that the it, gender politics of it, yeah, is insanity. It is a movie inherently all about figure skating, but it is so much of a look. It feels like a look from the outside into the world of figure skating. It's not about the yeah. world of figure skating because it is because Tonya is the subject, and she is so much of an outsider and a rebel within that community. Right. You learn how the the system kind of works against her, and then I think it does a really great job because, like, as someone like probably you and me who you know. 
I don't know what people are getting judged on when they're figure skating and how they yeah. lose points or gain points. I've watched some Olympic figure skating. Yeah, I wouldn't probably, say yeah. I wouldn't say that I would know the fucking. You wouldn't rules know how scoring. to. You wouldn't no. know how to put down a four point nine. No, the I'd be like, no. that was a cool jump. I don't know. I don't know. So like, kind of, you know, them contextualizing what that number point number means right. is super important. But they don't really. Because I almost think, don't think there's a real rule set. Yeah, it seems it, it feels very much from Tony's perspective in this movie, especially that that scoring is arbitrary. Yeah, and she says over and over again, and they're not giving me the numbers that I deserve. Yeah, um, and that's kind of a important part of her personality that she and her coaches understand. Yeah, why, she's she's like, going to get. She wants to go get that, and yeah. that is a very strong um, aspect of her personality. But I think another thing that struck me not only from Tonya but from everyone in this movie they are constantly repeating that's not my fault that yeah. wasn't my fault i mean she also is one to say that as well and and no one in this movie is willing to take blame for anything and i think that's a major major theme of this movie is that is blame and subjectivity yeah and th- those two things go hand in hand because everyone Really, everyone involved in this story, as far as the incident is concerned, is guilty in one way or another. Yeah. Even, if nothing even else, Tanya, by like... saying, by by being culpable and mm-hmm. knowing that they were going to do this threat, yeah. right? It, the letter. They knew that something was, there was a plan going on. And mm-hmm. Tonya did not stop that. No. But she never takes any blame on what and even what when she happened. even when she finds out what happens like who really is in charge of like not even who really is in charge of but when she finds out that um Carrington Cur- is that the name of the figure skater who got her knee bashed Carrington Carrington Nancy Nancy Carrington and even I when she think that's it. no I'm pretty sure it is you yeah. can look it up yeah, but, yeah. Um, double check that but like you know she. She knows who smashed her knee in, and she didn't right. immediately go to the authorities, which, you know, any kind of time wasted on that puts you, you know... Makes you guilty. Makes you guilty, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I think the movie does a good job of, like, making you sympathetic for what she's done, but it doesn't, like, take away the blame, as much as all the characters are trying to kind of shirk it away. Right, no one is inherently fully um, innocent in no. this film. And I think that makes it more interesting. I think, I think it so makes too. all the characters a lot more interesting. Yeah, it makes them flawed. And, like, I think I think the real person to blame and the real, like, kind of piece of shit here is, is Jeff. And the movie does a very clear job of, like, yeah. hammering that theme home. It's like, no, he ruins everything. Yeah. It's his and fault. He's That is the one admittance of guilt is the very end of the film. Yeah, he, he says, says I, I ruined her career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like kind of the, the end of the movie. More Pretty much, that yeah. scene. Kerrigan. It's Nancy Kerrigan. Kerrigan. We said that, right? We said it right. Did we say Carrington? I think I said I it Currington because I was thinking Kerrig. I don't know. Don't blame me. Mm. Don't it? blame me? Yeah. I get it. Uh, and, but I, I like I like that these are characters who are flawed and definitely Jeff, I think, is pretty indefensible, but no one is yeah. in, entirely unlikable. Like, these are all people. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can say from the the perspective that like Jeff abusing Tonya is completely or uh, disgusting and oh yeah, it's unforgivable. That, but, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he but, shoots her. He does shoot her. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a monster. Yeah, but they do manage to make these characters 
fully fleshed out. They're, he's not they're just, all three dimensional. Yeah, he's, he's not, not just, just the villain because he has moments where he is showing not that it forgives anything that he he does, but there are moments where he, you know, loves her and cares I, for her. I think and he even genuinely he, cares about. I mean, her. the reason he does this right. is because he thinks it's going to help. He's an idiot, but he thinks it's going to help her career. Right. Um, and and the same goes for. Uh, Tonya's mother as well. Yeah, Tonya's mother, you know, she she sees her abuse in the way that she talks to Tonya as like, I didn't give you nice, I didn't do this for you to make you just some other idiot. I gave you a raw talent. The push to, 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 do, it. to do that talent. And I, I think that's a major thing as well is everyone here is expressing their love, but in the most flawed, just fucked no up way you could possibly do it. do it. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, it's... It's a heartbreaking movie, mm-hmm. just because you know you get you just get to the end of it. You're like, man, she's just. Can you? I mean, can you just imagine being like literally the best at something in the world, right? And at the end of the day, like that's all taken away from you. That's all taken away from you. Yeah. And even when she was like, you know, imagine like you're you're at a diner and your waitress comes up to you and like, hey, I'll get you some fries with that. Also. I'm the only person in the world that can land a triple axle. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Like, that's that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just... It's, like, stuff like that blows my mind. Not that, like, everyone who's good at something deserves, like, all the fame and money in the world. But, like, I think she she deserves something more than yeah. what she got. She I mean, deserves better dues than what she got, you know? It's, it, it's heartbreaking from the subjectivity perspective that everyone in the world recognized her. Not for being the first person to land to land the triple axle, yeah. But as the person that was involved with all this controversy, and that's probably mm-hmm. the most heartbreaking thing is like she was someone of raw talent, and all of that was taken away because of <laughs> raw stupidity, if right. nothing else. Um, did you? So Allison Janney won the Oscar for supporting actress. Uh, for, not sorry, not Oscar. Uh, I was like, I was like, you sorry, went no. to the future. No, no, no. Yeah, I went to the future. Maybe it's possible. I think she should. She I won. Mean, the, who knows who she's going up against? No, she know. won the Golden Globe. Um, yeah. Do you know who was up against her? I don't know who else was nominated for that one. one, but she she won, and uh, Tonya Harding was there at the Golden Globes. Um, oh really? Yeah, and you can look. There's pictures online, and I don't know. It, this is how it was framed in the pictures, but Timothy Chalamet from. Um, uh, Call Me By Your Name was uh, like okay. sitting kind of in a table behind her and there's pictures of the moment where they like say like Tony, like Alison Janney says that Tonya Harding is here mm-hmm. and like the camera cuts to her and like it's Timothy Chalamet's face and he's like oh shit like he's just like, realizing oh, that that's moment. her like, oh that's <laughs> her which is pretty funny that is pretty cool um, but yeah it's, it's cool that this story is being presented in, in the way, way that it is if nothing else, to give a more like informed yeah perspective of what happened for and th- like a mass appeal for sure, and I think the movie uh, upfront states and and continues this the kind of idea that like we're not giving you the the tell all be all the truth we're giving you a movie that uh, is giving you the perspectives of these two people. Mm-hmm. And we're not well, telling you more than they, two. I mean, there's several. There's a few, but, yeah. But um, you know, they're they're not. It's not trying to be a expose. It's trying to be a, a movie about a story, which is what Bible well, is. A movie about people. Yeah. And these people are making the story, and it's their subjective experiences that are making this story. Right. Um. 
Yeah. And I think it's fair in that way. I think so. Yeah. You were reading that uh, Tonya Harding herself had seen the movie and... She said she liked some things and then likes some other things. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that's yeah, how that it goes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Tommy Wiseau felt the same say, way in the room. No, he, in, said, um, he said 99% accurate about the disaster artist. <laughs> that sounds like something he, he would say. He says 99% accurate. Ha ha ha. He said he can throw a football better than they portrayed in the disaster artist. That's I the feel one like, thing. That's the I one feel point like James Franco had. could really throw a football. Probably. Oh, but in the movie, he does kind of like drop on the ground a bunch. He, he like, yeah. He like, fumbles they, it like They have crazy. that scene where he can't really throw a football. Yeah, he gets it. All right, well, I think that's about it for us for today. Any closing thoughts here, Robbie, on Itonia? Not really. I uh, I really, I, don't, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. I liked it um, a lot more than I thought it would. It definitely uh, had a spirit and an energy, and, you know, I'm a sucker for good dialogue, and I really liked it. We already put in our top ten list for the year. We did. Those, but probably by the time this is live, uh, yeah. there will be lists coming out on storyscreenbeacon.com mm-hmm. um, we did the whole 2017 top 10 lists yeah. I think some of us did more than top 10 god knows how many <laughs> Mike put on his list I asked if he was doing a top 100 he's doing some real soul searching right now and uh, to this day is still not even 100% sure what his uh, list is it's a mystery he was talking to us about some things he was taking off and putting back on and he's an enigma I don't know I don't know, I don't know. I don't he know. likes a lot of stuff he likes a lot of stuff there's, anything, some, there's some things where I'm like, listen, man, that's got to be on the... That works to his detriment, that he likes too much stuff. Yeah. And he can only put so many things on an arbitrary list that we're making up the rules for. That there true. are no well, rules for. The rules is, it's it's his, it's like for all of our lists. It's not the best movies of the year, it's the movies that we... Care to highlight. Care to highlight. Mm-hmm. And talk to us about. Yep, so if any of that sounds interesting to you, you can go to storyscreenbeacon.com to check it out. While you're there, you can find a bunch of other podcasts done by myself and Robbie and a whole host of other wonderful voices as well as some articles some reviews um ali just put up a review of bright yes he did um from what i hear i haven't read his review yet because i have not seen bright he's uh, i talked to him at the coffee shop the other day he is positive on he's bright. positive so he's, on bright. he's the one interesting i have heard <laughs> mixed things yeah one of these days we'll probably sit down and watch bright and try to record some audio on that yeah, as, as long well, as i'm really drunk i could probably get that done at this point i just gotta know Oh yeah, I've just got to know. It's a it's a sickening curiosity that I need. To... I've just got to know. I mean, with all the controversy on the reactions to Last Jedi, yeah, this kind of being like the exact foil to that. Yep, I just got to know. I have to. We owe it to ourselves and to our fans to just to get in there. Just do it. <laughs> do the damn thing. Just do it. All right. Well, keep your eye open for that, uh, and we'll be back to you soon. More hot takes. Thanks, Robbie. Anytime, Jack. Good night. Bye. Too much. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. I've I've ruined the sanctity of hot takes. Yeah. It's podcasts are over now. Well, welcome to our last podcast. Yeah, this is my resignation. Our breakup podcast. Here we go. There's not a lot of fizz in there, dude. That's a, there's a little bit of fizz. I still think it's take a sip. Tell me, tell me how you what do you think? What do you think? I didn't get a receipt. What's your review? I don't think you can return things to that place. It's a little flat. Um, it's a bit flat. It's not the most 
uh, fizzy Pellegrino mm. I've had before. It's not but the freshest Grino. The, the thing about Pellegrino is it's not just carbonated water. It's carbonated mineral water. So there is still that kind of mineral flavoring in there, mm. that little bit of zestiness that makes... It's just not, you know, plain old boring water. It's It's got that, that yeah. Pellegrino... Pellegrino kick to it. That's you know, you've been wearing a lot of Pellegrino uh, apparel lately. The scarf, the hat. They have been, they have recognized my devotion and they mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. been sending me merchandise in the mail. Yeah. And like their um, liquid products, their merchandise is also well made, made mm. with heart. Wow, that's yeah. great. So I definitely think it's overkill to have the big thing on your windshield that just says Pellegrino. But, uh, well, I, you know, opinions vary. That's so, true. And I, I do not. So, mm. well, snap, snap into a Pellegrino. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's their <laughs> model. I don't know. I'll check the merchandise again. Yeah. You have to, you have to check with those emails. 